This is Yoel's Hangouts Podcast. Please comment, rate, and subscribe to the show. I truly appreciate the support. Welcome to Yoel's Hangouts Podcast. I'm your host, Yoel. I got a very special guest here uh, from Behind the Real Podcast, uh, Aaron King. What's going on, man? Welcome to the to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. Where, where are you located right now? I'm located in Oxnard, California. Oxnard, California. Oh shit, that's pretty close to me actually. We're we're in uh I'm in North Hollywood. I think it's close. Oh, wow. Is it is it close? Yeah. It's, it's about a good 30 minutes away, 35. Oh shit, that's hella close. Okay. What's mm-hmm. good, man? That's that's crazy. We we could have actually probably done this in person. <laughs> that's funny. But Definitely. uh yeah, man, you you uh so you have a, a podcast, you guys cover, you know, leadership stuff, motivational stuff, but you know, you guys have different uh people on there. But I think like that it's funny that we're doing this uh this uh podcast because I've been following uh have you have you listened to the roommates podcast? Maybe, maybe not. I I haven't. Okay. So yeah, it's it's a lot of like men, like self-help, um, like really, it almost, it, it does a little bit of like, um, like understanding relationships, you know, understanding uh, women, it's primarily men, but they have, you know, they have women on there to speak about that. But uh, they talk about, you know, self-development. They talk about, you know, make sure that you as a person are developed before you, you know, bring a, a lady into your world or bring, you know, a significant other into, into your life. So that, I think that's a really good um, topic or like a subject to cover as far as uh, podcasts. But um, first and foremost, man, like I want to ask, um, in your opinion, you know, what do you think a leader is? Like, what do you, do you, do you think it's something that someone is born with? Do you think it's something that um, can be learned or both? Or what are your, what's your take on that? Hmm, that's a really good question. I think it can be learned, of course. And I, I feel like as someone who wants to continue to be persistent and goal-driven, um, you're in that leadership role right there if you meet those, you know, those attributes. Um, so someone who has uh, a good mindset on what they want to do and how they can benefit not only themselves, but the community. You know, it can be in education, it can be in business, it can be with your family, with your friends. Um, there's so many different people, especially right now in this new pandemic world that we're living in, that are entrepreneurs, that are finding new ways in order for them to create their own businesses. And, um, we are living in, uh, I don't know how to sum it up in one word, but we're living in a new time where we can have those advantages where 10 years ago, we didn't have those advantages. Yeah. So the um, internet and, you know, X, Y, and Z. Definitely, definitely. Social media plays a good key factor. Uh, a leader is someone who's very truthful. You have to be, be very honest with yourself. Um, especially with yourself. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. And communication you know, be open when it comes to communication, because that's key to any type of success. So it's nothing wrong with creating something, but it takes a team. It takes a yeah. team, you know, and it, it depends on how we're raised or parents, or it could be our, our uncles or our aunts or um, family or, or friends that influence us that, you know, help us become leaders. So to, uh, to fully, and I believe it, it, it's learned. Now, 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 can it be 
you know, born. Um, you know, I, I think only God knows that answer. hundred um, percent. Um, we don't know as little babies, I have a four month year old daughter and we don't know what the future may hold for a child, but it's a beautiful thing knowing that you have the future and it's, you know, sky's the limit. It's in your hands. Kids are potential, you know, walking around potential. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a, there's a lot of points that you, uh, that you touched on. It's like, and, and, and I do think that, you know, kids can have, you know, you can tell a little bit of their personality when they're younger, but I think, you know, kids, you know, you can see, you can sense their confidence. You can sense their ability to have people, you know, rally around them, you know, and, and of course people are pretty, like kids are very attentive. So if they see, you know, their dad or their mom's a leader and how they carry themselves and then, you know, primitively certain traits we look for. Um, as far as, you know, seeing a leader being like, oh, okay, this person's, you know, confident, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I, I think that that's, that, that is a difficult conversation. It's like, is it nature or nurture? You'd have to literally follow that kid around their whole life to know if they picked up on what they are doing or whether they were just born with it. So that's a, that's a difficult uh, that's a difficult conversation and I kind of trapped you with that, but you, you created a way, a way better answer <laughs> you know, than the question was. Uh, but, and also it's interesting that you said, uh, being honest with yourself because man, you know, especially with Trump, you know, not wanting to leave the office right. and just being in a state of like delusion and in a state of stubbornness and not allowing their ego to be wrong. Um, you know, it's funny as I start to develop as well, I start to, you know, some of these are very visceral. Some of the things, some of these things are very, um, uh, emotional and very, uh, natural. I would say these certain emotions that people have, I'm not going to sit here and say that if I was in his position, I wouldn't say, well, fuck, like, you know, I lost, there's no way, like there's gotta be, I might feel that way like initially just as like a, uh, you know, a natural being competitive. You try to look for, you know, like how the fuck did this person win? You know, when, when I feel like I should have won. Right. Mm-hmm. But it takes someone being honest with yourself, as you said, saying, Hey, listen, you know, you got to have like two people in your brain saying, Hey, listen, man, like you lost, like, don't make it worse. Like, just keep it like, let's keep it a hundred. Like you're it's over. You know, exactly. As much, as much as you feel that way, like it's over. I, I jokingly say with all my friends, his shadow is not gonna let him leave. Interesting. <laughs> Break that down. Well, Trump is very narcissistic, as we all know, and very mm-hmm. transparent. So I give him that. He doesn't care who you are. He's gonna let you know how he feels about you. Mm-hmm. But he wants to be like um, Vladimir Putin. Mm-hmm. He wants to be uh, a, a dictator. He wants yeah. to have a presidency, not for eight years, but for 12 years, for 16 power. years. Yeah, exactly. He sees so, himself as a savior. Right, right. So he's like some quote unquote messiah of the White House, <laughs> which is no, I'm sorry, you're, you're not that. So that's him in his own mind. This created this whole pers- persona where he's more than what he think he is. And um, I think Biden and Harris is going to do a phenomenal job. I'm really glad that Biden is. 
president. But Trump, he has a, a lawsuit over in Oregon, I believe also Michigan for votes not being accounted for. Hmm. So we have until December 14th until everything's officially official. But yeah. It's official it's, to me. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's funny because um, it's just in poor taste. I think these, these like conversations of class of, being able to handle your, handle yourself of integrity, these conversations where, you know, these things are in place for a reason, not because there's some tradition that, you know, are useless and are outdated, but because there's a reason if you lose and you, um, you know, act all emotional, say, Oh, I deserve it. I should, I should. like, guess what? You just like made yourself look stupid you made yourself look like you're emotional. You made yourself, you know, you made more people see you as a villain, you know, X, Y, and Z. It's almost like a, a girl, if a girl rejects you and you handle it with class, if you handle it with, you know, poise, with groundedness, you know, guess what? She might actually, and most likely will, you know, say yes eventually, or, you know, maybe not, but either way, guess what? You didn't lose your frame. You didn't lose, you know, your, your emotion, your cool. And, uh, you live to fight another day. He's literally like grabbing on to this presidency, like as if it's all he had, it just shows just such a low, like a lack of like self-worth, a lack of like, um, self-confidence and saying, okay, like, my future is better than my past. Like if someone let's go to the, like having that number one spot and then losing it and, you know, losing or like, you know, maybe your two terms are up and being like, Hey, you know, welcome to the presidency. You know, I appreciate you. And like knowing most likely that's the biggest thing you've done in your life, you know, yeah, that can, that can, that can hurt the ego. And that can be a little bit sad knowing, you know, essentially the best thing I did is, is behind me. Right. But mm -hmm. You know, one, it doesn't have to be that way. Two, you can make something bad into hell, you know, as he's showing, like, he's just creating problems. So it's interesting, man. It's very you have to have a level of respect in order to get, you know, through anything. And if you don't have that, that, lev that, that level of integrity for yourself, then... It, it, I'm sorry, it just ponders the, my brain how he even became the president of the United States. He was a reality TV star. <laughs> He's a salesman, man. And right. it's funny, like, as we talk about, as we're going to talk about leadership, like, being, he's like an incomplete leader. He has the confidence. He has the, he has the, like, ultimate poise that makes you look at him and say, Oh, like shit, like he seems pretty confident. You know, maybe he does know some shit that I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And right. I think, I think Obama had that and, you know, good leaders have that where they're like, you know, you just look at them the way they carry themselves, you know, the, the conviction of, of how they speak. He has it. He has it more than Obama. He has like such a level of conviction. Oh yeah, I can do that. Mm -hmm. I can do that. And I'm, doubling down and I am the right person. There is nobody better. It's phenomenal. I've done this. He's a master salesman. My, my clients, they're, they're salespeople. You know, that's a good skill to have. That's an important skill to have. But if you have, if you can't back it up, then you're going to run into a situation where you're, you know, a sociopath, you know, you can't, you're essentially screwing people over, moving on, screwing people over, moving on. And I think this is the first time where 
you know, everything was shown, everything was uncovered where it's like, Oh, he said, everyone was watching and they said, Oh, he said he was going to do this. He didn't do that. He said he was going to do, he didn't do that. He said he knew what he was doing. He clearly didn't. So, you know, sales is powerful and it, it, you know, with great power, you know, comes great responsibility. And unfortunately he didn't have the backup for what he was going to say. And to be honest with some of the things that he said, I, I'm, I'm glad he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Right. You know, uh, are you, are you someone that's very like self-development, you know, very, you know, trying to improve every day? Definitely. Definitely. Um, something that I'm trying to do, um, every day, probably not every day, probably give or take four or five days out of the week is work out. Um, unfortunately the gyms are closed. So I have my own push up bar here in my house. Gotta be scrappy. Uh, Definitely. Definitely. And, uh, sit-ups, push-ups, um, what else? A uh, jump rope. There you go. And I have a resistance band where you can work on uh, toning your muscles. Mm-hmm. So just I had to um, improvise, you know, yeah. find new um, new ways in order to stay fit. Me and uh, me and my roommates, we uh, we had like bricks. <laughs> we were, like, <laughs> like, had a bar and like we just like and we still use them. We have like a we've actually like invested more into it. We have like a, a, a gym in the garage. Nice. Uh, yeah, no, it's pretty, it's pretty cool, but, uh, it's funny. Me and, um, one of our homies comes and works out with us and, um, he was talking about a friend and how his friend, you know, he doesn't want to work out. He doesn't, but he's lost a lot of weight, um, just by eating naturally. Mm -hmm. Um, me, I've done, I've done a pledge where like, I, I wanted to lose 15 pounds in a month. And, you know, one weekend I already lost nine pounds. So, you know, I'm just pretty stoked about that. Just, you know, primarily nutrition, intermittent fasting, you know, stuff like that and mm-hmm. obviously working out. Um, but I just think about, you know, the person, the everyday people that don't consistently work out and uh, how hard it can be because I was that guy. I was not always the person that consistently worked out. Um, where do you think people should start? What, what advice would you give to that person that is, you know, hasn't worked out, has a lot of quarantine weight that they're trying to lose? Where do you think they should start? What do you think they should do? I would start with cardio. I would start with um, walking. And then after a good couple of days, probably a week, depending on how much they weigh, jog, a light jog. And then just have a, a, a chart or a journal and write down different goals. I'm I'm playing, I'm playing, uh, no, 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 I'm playing, I'm role playing. Oh, (laughs) I don't want homework. Oh, well, I'm sorry, but I'm that guy, but you know, obviously you got to sacrifice to get to your goal. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Because wellness is the key to success and we all want wellness, especially if you want to achieve anything that we want to pursue or or do currently. Um, it it starts with a journal. Uh, I feel a journal is something that you can utilize to motivate yourself. Take a picture of yourself. We all have phones. Majority of us are tablets or computers. And you don't, a lot of people are insecure. They don't like looking at themselves. But I would use it as a platform where you can look at yourself and say, okay, within a week, I'm going to do this. Within a month, I'm going to make sure my shoulders are toned or my arms are more toned. I'm going to walk more. I'm going to run more. And then, okay, since I got into that that repetition, now let me um, up the ante a little bit. 
let's go for a hike. Let's let's go for a hike or walk onto the Hikes beach. Hikes are good, man. Hikes are good. Very very rewarding. Especially in LA, you know, it's oh, yeah. raining. You know, yeah. Keep going though. And um, I would just try to put it within certain you know days of the week or or within the month in general where you can just almost like an incentive. Like okay, well you know I've been walking for the past week. This weekend. I'm going to go for a nice hike or a walk over at Running, Running Canyon, for example. That's where or, I go. <laughs> That's what nice. It's, it's beautiful, isn't it? It's incredible. And it has every you know type of difficulty you need. Mm-hmm. And also, it, it is what you eat also. So you have to know, you know what, what fruits are fattening. Bananas are very fattening. You have to know exactly. fruits are very fattening in general. I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I don't eat fruit. I haven't eaten fruit. I haven't. Sugar is poison. Have you? Do you know Dr. Sebi? Oh yes, Dr. Sebi. Yes. Yeah. So I I've been following his diet for the past week, which is obviously why I lost uh, nine pounds in a week because that diet is fucking insane and it's nice. incredible. It's good organic stuff. Like what I'll do is I'll just have like uh, bell peppers, mushrooms, onions, like kale. I'll grill that up, and then I'll have like nut. I'll have like nuts, you know, Brazil nuts, walnuts, and stuff. And I'll only eat between twelve and six. And uh, you know that diet is kind of od because I've literally just had that for a week, like nothing else, like not even anything. Um, so yeah, I think like I think diet is important, and and as you were saying increments are so important because what my homie said was oh you know okay yeah yeah, oh you want to work out cool like this is what we're going to do we're going to do lunges jumping jack like all of these like intense workout it's like Mm -hmm. sometimes what logically will get get you to the goal is not as practical for somebody you know what i mean there's such a big gap between unless you're going to be their trainer obviously you know you, you can hold them more accountable but not go, taking someone from not working out to doing high intensity interval training consistently is like fucking. Ugh. You're gonna pass out. <laughs> yeah, from from hey, how are you? To like having sex, like right. That's like there is such there's such a gap between like you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. yeah, not only will they pass out, it's just they're not gonna do it. It's just too. It's just such a. Uh, massive massive jump it's like you know having someone you know going from public speaking in front of 20 people to 4,000 people you know Mm -hmm. there's a certain level of increments that you know people require um, in order to um, and and yeah you want to confuse the muscles you want to shock the body you know that's how you learn a lot burn a lot of fat of course but there's still increments in that so that's a good point that you made and you know, muscle memory. As soon as you start the workout, of course, your muscles are going to be very, very sore because you haven't done it in years or even months. But if you do it the next day or you have your body relaxed day after and then go for it two days later, you might have more reps. You might be able to lift uh, 200 pounds if that's, you know, one of your goals. So, Sometimes, you know, you have to realize that your body is waking up. That's, that's what I call it. Mm-hmm. Because it's muscles that you haven't been use, using for a long time. 100%. And you'll be surprised how many muscles the body has. Yes. And, and how, how you'll be sore in places that you didn't think were possible to be sore. 
mm-hmm. you know, like, and you know, it, it's a beautiful journey because if you can master your body, if you can master, if you can be disciplined with your, that's how I looked at it. You know, I, I, I I'm a firm believer in, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously there's fucking exceptions like, you know, like give me a break, but most of the time, if you are not disciplined in one area, you're not going to be disciplined in one in the other area. If you're getting soft, lazy, you know, kind of blase in one area, guess what? It's probably in all areas. You just haven't noticed, you know, yeah. Mastering um, one's body. And, you know, one of the things that I personally found out about myself is like, I'm either like all in paying attention and like reaching a goal and doing something difficult or I just don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. How, how are you like that? Are you, do you think you're like that or how, because how, everybody's different. And through years of working out through years of working on my diet, I used to be pretty big. Then I cut it down. Then I kind of bulked a little bit up, kind of been up and down, but you start to learn. It's not only about your working workout habits. It's about you learn how you learn. You learn how you stay committed to something you learn psychologically what makes you tick, what makes you, um, what excuses you keep using, how many excuses you're using, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Things like that. It's a beautiful journey. It is. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful journey, like you said, but I think it really comes down to self-motivation in order for you to get to a certain specific goal where you want to make this a, a, a habit. Uh, whether you want to lose weight or you want to gain muscle. Um, Maybe you are uh, a teacher and you have to uh, teach children five days out the week and you also, you're a PE teacher. So you have to make sure you stay conditioned. Um, Maybe you want to uh, go for a uh, athletic uh, competition um, you're going to be, you know, forcing yourself to go through just different rigorous, you know, training, um, you know, unique, you know, things that you've probably never done before. A goal That's- and having like a deadline. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you know what's funny is like, I think that's good. But also, I've been trying to like have stay staying disciplined when you have no reason to stay disciplined. Is, dis- is like OD next level discipline. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you're not really working out to do anything. Yeah, you like, for I kind of hack that though because I like to lift weights. So like, okay, like I'm lifting this much. I want to get stronger to where I lift more. So like, there is that never ending goal, but there's no like competition or boxing match or, you know, marathon or anything like that. But mm-hmm. some people do need that. And that's okay. Whatever fucking works for you. Right. You have to start and get feedback and reflect and be like, okay, okay, this is what, okay, I'm starting to realize based on my past, okay, I need the goal to, to go because then I'll, I'll go harder. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll need that to kickstart. So like for this, like I have like a vet with like some people that were talking shit, just, just some homies of mine. And uh, they're like, oh, bro, you can't lose 15 pounds in a month. And I was like, no, I'll do it. It's, it's pretty easy. And they're mm-hmm. like, you cannot fucking lose 15 pounds in a month. I was like, no, I, I, I can. Like, and he's like, I'll put money on it. I was like, okay, how much? And he's like, I'll put 100 bucks. And my other homie was like, bro, this, he can't, I'll put another 100. So they bet me 200 bucks to lose 15 pounds in a month. And I was like, you're like, hell yeah, I'm going to do I'm this. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Which, you know, 
I did have weight to lose, so it was like a good Kickstarter, right? And I'm going to make money, which is beautiful. And I get to prove their asses wrong that we're talking shit, which is even more beautiful. I don't even really care about the money. I just want to prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a, it's a starter, right? Some people need maybe that marathon, um, maybe, you know, something that they do an activity to have them work towards something to be like, oh, okay, like, no, why don't I just keep this going? Right. Why don't I just keep this momentum going? And, you know, that's the beautiful journey of, of fitness, of self-discipline that, um, a lot of people look over. People just see fitness as, um, oh, you know, I just want to look good for the opposite sex. It's like fitness is way more than that. It's, it's, a, it's an exercise. It's self-confidence. Mm-hmm. It's when you literally like, when you get done working out, I, I try to work out in the morning. Okay, I, I literally accomplish something. No matter what the fuck happens today, mm-hmm. it does not matter if I take 10 L's. Guess what? I got my workout in. I'm one step closer to my goal. You know, it's so much more than, um, you know, fucking the superficial shit and trying to be right. as fit as this person or as fit as this person. You know, it's a beautiful journey and you can apply that that logic in uh, in other areas. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It becomes a way of life. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. How, uh, how, how do you think that your uh, methodology or your mentality um how you apply it, you know, being the scrappy scrappiness in regards to you working out being like, okay, I'm uh, gym's closed, but I'm going to do this. How do you think that's applied in your career or your personal life? A lot more energy, a lot more energy. And I didn't used to take naps, but now I find myself taking naps for at least two hours or so. Two hours. Wow. At least. I'm out if I take two hours, (laughs) two hour naps. I'm done. Knocked. And, and, and that's something that I never knew that I, I could actually, you know, have the benefit to do. But due to my schedule, because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a workaholic, I'm all over the place. I do security at night. I'm an actor. Mm-hmm. I, I do a lot of theater, stage plays. And also, of course, I have the podcast. So mm-hmm. a lot of people are asking me, how do you find time to sleep? So I, I balance things out within my schedule. Oh, you do so, security at night, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so right okay, that makes fucking sense as to why you take naps. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, afterwards like, you two-hour naps. Okay, like shit, like and plus that eight hours is like goddamn. Okay, but no, right, right, you're hustling. But keep oh going. yeah. <laughs> so so I might be home like around seven o'clock after getting off work around six, and I'll knock out for a good five hours, and then I'm up. I am going to get ready to start my podcast or I'm going to get ready to um, read um, a script for I'm learning uh, some lines. I'm going over with a colleague. So it's certain, you know, things I might do within the afternoon. And then afterwards, I'll make sure dinner is set. And after that, take another two or three hours. Then off to the races again. There you go. How did you uh, get into acting? Like what made you want to get into acting? Well, at the age of 15, I was um, really fortunate enough to have a great director mentor me. And um, I I happened to see a couple of plays at my old high school over in uh, South Central L.A. uh, that I attended. 
where it was just a, it was professionals, very, very, you know, mind blowing. Just the productions they had, uh, West Side Story, uh, Guys and Dolls, the list goes on and on. And it's something that me and my late grandmother would watch um, every year, especially um, for Thanksgiving. We'll watch the uh, the Thanksgiving Day Parade, the uh, Tony Awards, uh, etc. So at the age of seven, I, I said to myself, "Wow, it'd be great." if I got into the theater business or even the film business in general. Mm -hmm. So I knew that, okay, once I get older, I'm going to figure out how can I get an agent? How can I get a manager? How can I get in the business? And um, fortunately enough, I happened to meet uh, a director uh, that was an acting coach and an acting teacher at my high school, who's a good friend today, uh, still today. And uh, he helped me, you know, as far as getting more uh, auditions and getting you know further into the business that's sick that's dope yeah man i mean of course like growing up in la too like i didn't grow up around here but growing up in la that's beautiful that you're exposed you know to all that stuff and you know that somehow i made it down to a uh, you know south central that's that's a blessing man definitely i have a lot of a lot of homies that are actors are you you're taking acting classes are you uh, not lately, but I, I have. I've, I've taken classes over at Stella Adler, uh, Richard Lawson Studios over in Sherman Oaks. Um, let's see, Santa Monica Playhouse. Okay. So different, different trainings over the years. What's your aesthetic? What do you like to act in primarily, would you say? I would say dramas. Dramas? And mm -hmm. theater or uh, film or? I would say theater and film. Both? But I, if I had to choose one, I, I love theater. I would go with theater all the way. I feel like theater is fun. Ham, that Hamilton mm -hmm. uh, play, that was good. I liked that. That oh, was yeah, the first amazing. play. That was the first play I had probably seen. I mean, in real life, I'd seen I'd seen a play over like in Oregon, like Linfield College. They, they, like my middle school, we went and saw a play, and I was like, "This is fucking cool, man." Mm -hmm. There was something cool about being, I mean, Hamilton was, I saw it in, on fucking Disney plus, but, um, live theater, man, that is something special. That is not going to go anywhere. I mean, COVID obviously is kind of fucking a lot of things up, right? but, uh, there's, it's, it's an incredible, incredible experience. It is just to feel the energy of the audience, especially if you're portraying a character, on stage to have that rush it's nothing like it you you have to experience it yourself if you've never experienced it it's it's a, a wonderful thing and it's it really fucking sucks because of the whole COVID 19 that yeah. all the theaters are just closed right now yeah and and i think they will open up i mean if anything you know spacing people out and stuff maybe they'll do like for some reason, I don't know why I haven't seen this, but I can see them doing like barriers, like those plastic barriers, like every single person. Cause they do that at grocery stores. Like think about it, you know, and right. that person's right there. So, you know, it's a big investment, but if it passes, then it's like, Oh shit. They just right. opened up their, their damn theater. Like, it could work or even go back to Shakespearean times and just go and perform at the park. Ooh, there you go. There you go. And people can be, you know, social distance and, you know, it could, it could still potentially work. Maybe a megaphone or something like, or actually, no, that wouldn't work. I'm an idiot. That's like stand up. I was thinking of like Dave Chappelle. You know, he, <laughs> like when, when he, when he left uh, the Chappelle show, he would just go to random parks apparently and just bring like a mega speaker and just like start just doing mm -hmm. his comedy. Like I was like, that's so raw. That's so cool. He's so fucking cool. Like 
Oh, yeah. Dave Chappelle's a genius. He is a genius. They finally put the they put the it's funny, I bought like a couple of episodes of the Chappelle show on Google Play or whatever or YouTube. And then the next day they put them all on Netflix and I was like, Are you fucking kidding me right now? I'm an idiot. But it's just I'm 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 stoked. But but ask me this. Do you have deleted scenes on the uh the D V D? No. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh no, I mean I, I'm not tripping. So like uh, Google gave me like free five bucks for like, I think I, cause I, oh, cause I have like a Google drive, like subscription. And they're like, here's free five buck gift. And I was like, okay, I'll buy some episodes. Then I ended up like buying another one for like two bucks. It's like, it wasn't, it wasn't a huge investment. I'm just kind of like being a complainer, but, um, have you seen, the, have you seen them? The oh yeah. Episodes? Oh yeah. They're so funny, man. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> last, uh, last show. Um, have you seen that Wayne Brady one? Does Wayne Brady have to slap a bitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the uh, the last guy I had on the on the on the podcast, he was like, "Have you been to jail?" And I was like, "No, I just I haven't been to jail." He's like, "Really?" I was like, "No, I haven't been to jail." <laughs> like, I don't know what you want me to say. And he was like, "I don't know. You seem like some like Wayne Brady from the Chappelle Show type of guy. Like, you're nice, and then like at night you just like are a felon." I'm like, what? Really? That's hella funny. Like, it was just like so funny because I literally watched that skit like the day uh-huh. before we had the podcast. I was like, that's fucking funny how you said that. That is hilarious. Netflix is powerful, man. Mm-hmm. Netflix is fucking powerful. It is. But you know what else is powerful right now? What? Amazon. Amazon is powerful. Amazon is growing. They, they, they buying a lot of good shit up. They even have their own grocery store now. They have Amazon oh, Fresh. Yeah. Man, that's how I buy my, literally the last two months I've only used Amazon Fresh. Like, that's it. I have not gone to a fucking grocery store. I buy a bunch of shit on Amazon. And yeah, like fucking, um, have you seen Honey Boy with, by uh, Shia LaBeouf's? That's so you, you need to. I did. Was he um, uh, with this one kid who was autistic? No, that's a different one by Shia LaBeouf. But Honey Boy is a movie about that he wrote which is about him and his relationship with his father and it's on amazon prime right now and you need to see it it's like probably one of my favorite movies and it's shot beautifully but um yeah man amazon's buying the amazon and borat 2 was on amazon it's just so oh god borat like, <laughs> like what 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 uh what i've noticed is amazon will like have like kind of okay shitty shows right right just fucking ball out and just like get a crazy movie fucking great show and then they'll just have a bunch of shitty ones in that but netflix i think is good in the sense of like it has good original content it has like you know that when you go to amazon you can fair like 60 percent of the the things on there are watchable you know amazon's like we're going to advertise our amazing shit. And then like the rest is just kind of like, okay. But, exactly. But um, a lot of TV shows um, on Amazon, same thing with Netflix, you know, exclusively for there. And also I think they have early access where a lot of people that are, um, they have um, Orange County, the AMC theater open over there in Orange County. I believe also in Thousand Oaks, they have the AMC theater open. So if a lot of people are not willing to go to the movies right now due to, of course, the pandemic, you can order whatever's playing in the theater online on Amazon. Oh, wow. What the? Wait, say that again. I don't think I got that. 
That sounded so cool, but so everything that's playing currently in the AMC theater, okay, you can watch it on Amazon. You can pay the uh, nineteen dollars, oh, which is going to be it. pretty much your gas and the popcorn if you're going to the theater in the first place. Yeah, for sure, it's, man. Basically, just watch it from your own home. Wow, that's crazy! Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, that makes sense. I was kind of trying to figure out how they would adapt. But uh, damn, that makes sense. That's interesting. I wonder how that's going to play out long term. Like how, because shit's going to close down again. And like, I'm trying to figure out, you know, where, where, th- where do you think movie theaters are going? Because I mean, uh, we, we had that idea just now about the screens and shit, but I don't know. I, I don't see that happening anytime soon, of course. But well, I, I, I have an idea uh, of the direction they're talking about going into, but I don't know how promising that's going to be they're talking about opening up drive-in theaters all around oh uh, okay States. and i believe they have a drive-in theater over in paramount okay if i'm not mistaken that makes sense actually i didn't even really think about that but that's actually a pretty good alternative and also the second alternative is they they're going to have theater on the beach which is interesting but it's only during the evening so around six o'clock six thirty for four hours they're going to have uh, certain people that buy tickets online vip exclusive where you can see a movie on the beach hmm i don't really understand i mean why the beach because it's cool because it's the beach i i, I guess so uh, I don't, i'm not sure exactly the reasoning but it's a, a i guess another resource that they're talking about probably utilizing hmm interesting oh well we'll see how things play out i think drive-in would be cool i've never been to drive-in but that makes sense you know you're in your car you can kind of like you know it's more sanitary um who inspires you who inspires me i would have to say um my lord and savior you know he my my lord and savior jesus christ he he, he inspires me to be a better man each day so i always did you grow up in a religious uh household yes Nice. So did I. Very religious, very conservative mm-hmm. Christian household. Uh, how do you think that's impacted uh, your your life? Because I I, I was um, I had a good relationship with God because you know I didn't really know any better, and you know the world hadn't hit me yet and hadn't you know questioned my faith and be like, oh this is, you know blah 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 this is going on blah blah. Um, and then college came, and I just kind of was just you know just didn't care, right? And then, you know, as you get through life, you know, you start to, you know, start to learn and then you start to um, reflect on who you are, what you need. Um, You know, sometimes you find God, sometimes, you know, God finds you. And, you know, I was, I was always one of those people where, you know, I didn't want to be in like a dark place and then be like, okay, like I'm going to be a Christian now. It's like, no, I want to make sure like I'm ahead of the game. Like I'm spiritually sound. Um, if I feel like I'm like kind of losing it, um, especially in LA. Right. Um, oh, but, uh, yeah. So I kind of came around like now more like I read my Bible, you know, I pray stuff like that, but I don't, you know, go to church. I'll listen to sermons online or on TV, which obviously you can't even go to church now. Um, but yeah, man, like, um, how, I guess, how can I ask this? How do you think, that your faith has impacted your life if you because were you have you always been christian or have you been like uh uh uh, uh or like maybe huh, huh. Oh, I've, I've always been christian got it. it it's just that uh 
a, a lot of people, I guess, feel that if you're a Christian, you're just holier than thou. And that's not the case. You're just like everybody else. You know, you, you wake up one day and you do whatever it is you have to do. And, you know, each day is the same or it could be different depending on what's going on. But, you know, it, it doesn't mean that I haven't partake to any, you know, bad things or, yeah. or anything that's no, not, perfect. You know, oh, definitely, definitely. We're, I mean, we're born into sin. Yeah. Um, but I feel like growing up in a Christian household, it has definitely gave me that balance in life where I am grounded, not just in the word, but just in uh, responsibility. Reminding your, It reminds you what matters. Absolutely. Be- because you have to be organized. You know, that's one thing that, of course, as a kid, you're like, I don't want to learn about these rules and I want to do chores. I don't want to do this. But it becomes a necessity because you have to listen to your parents. But when you get into uh, the real world, as they call it, getting your first job or working as an intern, you understand that it requires a certain, you know, format of responsibilities that you have to partake in. In order for you to continue in the position or even receive the position, you have to be willing to go through the interview process and know, knowing that, you know, you can convince the interviewer that you're dedicated to whatever it is that you want to do. Um, So it's something that has really helped me along the way, uh, especially when I, you know, in my years of working education, because I, I worked for the LAUSD school district for 12 years. I worked for um, the HELP group, worked with kids with uh, autism, special needs, worked at a detention center. Wow. So it, it really leveled me in as far as really, really, really wanting to, to help people. Yeah, man. That's good. Like, yeah, you, you said it best in the beginning where you're just like, yeah, it helps you kind of stay on tracks they focus you know as you when you're a kid you know your parents are that way so like you don't need to be you actually do need to cause problems you do need to break you need to see you need to test things you need to break the mold you need test the waters yeah you you need to figure out um you know you need to question rules as you get older you know you have a ton of responsibility your world gets more chaotic you want you crave that stability you want that you know the orientation and the and the uh focus and the discipline that comes with religion um and it's very interesting because it seems counterintuitive because when you're a kid that's the last thing you wanted you wanted to be impulsive you wanted to go crazy because you're so bored right boredom kids are bored because they don't got to pay bills they don't gotta you know worry about what their kids are doing you know they are kids so you know i i think it it does play a good role for people that you know are open to it that are like you know i I think there is such a negative con like you know backing and branding behind christianity um and for me you know i don't push it on anybody i don't say you know I just say like, look, like if you have, you have nothing to lose if you're struggling spiritually, if you feel like you're depressed, if you feel like, you know, this and that, but a lot of people, their ego won't allow them to believe in something that they can't see. Absolutely. And I feel like by being Christians, people will see the guide in you. 
whether they believe or not. I feel like the Lord's going to reveal himself to that person. It's up to that person if they want to believe that he's real. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to, you know, be preachy and constantly share the gospel. There's nothing wrong with sharing the gospel, but just so people can see how you live your life and what you do, you know, as far as how you put yourself together, they can see that as almost as, you know, you're a role model. Like, oh my God, like, why am I not this way? It's because you're not balanced. You're not grounded. Yeah. And we need that in order for us to, you know, continue to be successful and do whatever it is that we want to pursue. hundred percent, a hundred percent, man. But uh, thank you, man, for uh, for coming on the show. I thought it was a really chill, really educational, actually very resourceful for a lot. I think it's going to be very resourceful for a lot of people. Oh, thank uh, podcasts. you. But uh, thank you, man. You are Aaron King from Behind the Real Podcast. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Peace. And that is the UL's Hangout Podcast, guys. Thanks for coming along. If you can, please leave a five-star review on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. That would be lovely. Uh, leave a comment as well. We, we really appreciate that. Thanks.